eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Bulls are off and running, and Dan and Jason Bernstein are here to keep you up to date with the Stampede. You're listening to Organizations Win Championships. Welcome to episode 29 of the Organizations Win Championships podcast. Our conversations continue about your Chicago Bulls. I'm Dan Bernstein, along with Jason Bernstein and our producer, Rick camp. So here we are. Not much fundamentally has changed in the world of the Bulls since we last left you after episode 28. But now post combine, there's been all kinds of buzz about what they may or may not be doing to somehow try to jolt themselves out of this 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 roster torpor that they're in, this this position where they don't really have any opportunity to improve anything. And I sure hope they do. I I, I hope something happens, and I'm beginning to think something will. Who knows? I feel like AK is very uh, secretive about what he wants to do. He doesn't like to talk to the media much, and for some reasons I get that. He doesn't want to give any teams any information on what he's about to do, and I just think that as a fan it's frustrating because it's a little bit annoying. You want to know what direction your team is going to go in however from a management perspective i get it but you said you have some information yeah and i do because i I sent this to you i texted you this last week and i found this this was in this was buried in sam smith's mailbag at bulls.com the venerable sam smith whom i respect tremendously he's very good at what he does so i was I was surprised to see something of this nature placed where it was editorially. And now I think I may understand why. So I'm just going to read what he wrote. 
He said, I do believe there will be significant Bulls changes this summer, or at least they will seriously be trying. He said, I was at the draft combine this week and heard from an insider that he believes the Bulls are done with this big three. And now it gets a little confusing. He says, I did hear it from him outside. There could be a credibility issue given that. Sources who may or may not know agreed. Said, of, of course, what? such an I, I don't know. Of course, such such an observation doesn't need Sherlock Holmes. Vucevic is a free agent. DeRozan is going into his last contract season, and Levine has some huge financial seasons ahead. That one of them would not return can come from both informed and uninformed sources. Uh, <laughs> he said, "Watch this space. I expect a change in that core." So that's kind of all over the place journalistically. <laughs> It is, but I don't even think that's much of a surprise. This core, core, it's not really a core. They they kind of suck. They haven't won anything. <laughs> right. Or won anything meaningful other than some games in February of 2022 when DeMar DeRozan was putting up Will Chamberlain numbers. However, I think this was somewhat expected. I just hope that Levine is their first priority. He's had some ups and downs but he is their max player. So realistically he should be. And that's the only guy that I think could really be part of a contender. I don't, I think Vooch is too unathletic. So you mean priority to old. build around, not correct. To build, okay. Not, not necessarily build around, but build with, okay. You should I, build around a max player, but I still think if he's an, a, a number two, I guess we don't know who their number one would be if he's a number two but if he plays that sort of role that's fine he's the youngest of the three he's the best shooter of the three he's the most athletic of the three he's the he i know we've been saying potent the word potential a lot with zach levine for five six years but he still does have the most potential out of the three so i don't i think he should be their top priority to keep in this core unless they get something really good for him I would be okay with Demar leaving. I would be okay with Vooch leaving. I'm more than if okay. not both of them. I just want. I I hope they keep Levine. Yeah, I'm more than okay with Demar. That my my goal would be to move Demar actively. But let me. Correct. So here's what happened. So I I read this. I followed up, and I and I did get a little more information. A a bull source, a highly placed bull source, indicated that there is at least on some level a desire for a disruption that there is that there is an understanding in there in and it's not not everybody is necessarily on the same page but there are there there is clearly an awareness that there are people watching the same games that we are watching there are people who are looking at this thing from a, a wider angle who do believe that there is a, a need for a jolt of some kind. Now, with that said, there are also, there's also large scale planning issues. Cause the other thing I heard is even though publicly there has been an expression of guarded optimism regarding a future for Lonzo ball, and there's a reason why for you're know, pursuant to all kinds of, of union issues where they haven't asked for the salary exemption yet because they don't want to send the message publicly that they're done with him. They don't think it's likely that he ever plays again. It sucks. 
And it's He's, and that's that was our speculation when we heard about experimental cartilage replacement surgery that yeah. is incredibly rare and is much more likely being done just for his quality of life off of the basketball court. But that's the 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 two main takeaways that I heard from some of the discussions I've had were an awareness at the highest levels of the organization that there is a need for some kind of major change that this just isn't this isn't cutting it where mm-hmm. this is headed right now and that whatever plans they have are going to have to be beyond hoping that Lonzo comes back and is the secret sauce that makes everything work again yeah we we knew that i just i again i just feel terrible for him he's what 24 23 years old and his career is being cut short um, and he was before his injury, he was playing some great basketball and he was exactly what the bulls needed last season. Not like it would have meant anything to a playoff run, but it, it, he would have given them some much needed support defensively and offensively with his ability to stretch the floor. But I also thought of a comparison. I feel like the bulls are kind of like a thrift store where they just take these old, vintage items that used to have a lot of value and they just and now they're going to give it away for cheap so derozan used to be this premium that used to be this 20 dollars in my pocket sorry don't don't look at me stop just stop That was, that that was my that was one of my favorites. Uh, I know favorite when you were little, second grade. Yeah, I know you love that song. It was, but it was so cute. But they they just get these items and they just resell them for nothing. I what's the most they're gonna get for a Hall of Fame player in Demar Derozan? I don't know, but that's exactly nothing. I, I've, you know, you know, I've had it with with him, and I'll give you all the caveats. You know, everybody loves him, great guy, players, player, professionals, professional, the whole thing. But I'm, I'm, I'm done. He is, and he, I, he's I'm, a great individual player. But he, you can't win anything meaningful with him. You just can't. Rick tags us the Chicago estate sales. Yeah, that's that's a little more morbid way to look at it than just a thrift shop. So, all right, now I'm just going to throw this at you. First blush, first reaction. Okay. Okay. Who says no? Demar and Lonzo Ball to the Nets for Cam Johnson and Ben Simmons all day. I'm doing that. Okay. <laughs> what's like? Me what's too. what? What do you have to lose? Right. I, yeah. Just get the shot doctor in here. What I, I think Lonzo Ball's shooting coach in New Orleans was what made him a great shooter. Can we just get him for Ben Simmons? I don't know. Or what's what's Steve Kerr's old buddy, the the Dukey Chip Engeland. I, I I don't know I don't know but I would it do that. I, I read the proposal and it was. It I was just don't think I I, th- there, I don't think there's any way they do that. They take two guys that aren't likely to mean anything for two guys that could be something in the future. Just no way. I just want to throw it at you. But but, that, I, but I I would do it. Okay, I would do I, it yeah, if, I would too. If that was if that was a thing. Now I have a list of free agent targets because the Bulls don't have much reason. I believe they have their non-tax mid-level that'll give them, I don't know, 12, it's like 12 or 13 million or something like that. So there's a list of names put together here by uh, Kevin Anderson, Kevin Bulldog Anderson, the content director and analytics director for NBC Sports Chicago. He does a lot of stuff with uh, Jason and Kendall and Will. And this was his list. So... I haven't shared any of these. So these are fresh names. 
He's got a list of five realistic free agent targets. And then he has one who he says not realistic minus a sign and trade. Okay. Okay. The not the non-realistic name is the one I just mentioned. That's Cam Johnson. He's a restricted free agent, 6'8", 27 years old. He's a career 40% three-point shooter. He's good. And a really good defender. So most of these guys, one way or another, are 3 and D. Yeah. Some combination of 3 and D. Okay. So that's not realistic, but that's that would be like an ideal acquisition for them. Yeah. So this I'm doing this in no particular order for realistic free agent targets. Okay. okay? Now. We're going to start with a guy with a player option for 2023 likely to opt out. Mm -hmm. And that's Warriors guard Dante DiVincenzo. I I could see that. He he was fine, but I don't know if he was a system fit with them Uh, because he he wasn't he wasn't great or he wasn't really effective until he got in that system. And Steve Kerr is a great head coach and that system plays to his strengths. And I, I haven't seen enough of him to know his strengths and weaknesses other than he's a good three point shooter and his athleticism, I would say is a, is somewhat of a plus, but I don't know too much about him. I would, I think I, I would six, uh, six I think four. it's worth a shot, but I, his production on any team except a, a perennial, a great franchise was subpar. Yep. And he was on a Milwaukee team that was in the playoff consistently and he wasn't important. So that tells that tells me it was maybe just just because he was on the Warriors. So that, that concerns me a little bit. Fair enough. I, I think you did a good job identifying exactly what the concern would be there is. Is he a product of, of some systems and some support? So next name, 32 year old, 6'2", combo guard. From the Nets, Seth Curry. Yes, all day, all all day. He can okay. sh- he can shoot the crap out of the ball. That's it. Yep, he's a, he's, he's not a, really a system guy. He catches the ball, he shoots it, and he makes it all the time. All not the, a great I, defender. Don't care. So you're giving up a little something on, on the defensive side. A career four thirty five. I want he yes. I want threes. Okay. Next name, Suns small forward Tory Craig. Meh. <laughs> yeah, I think he, he's. I think if you think of the word average, that's who you think of. I thought you were what, what, what I would I be would I be upset about them signing him? No. Would I be happy? No. I probably wouldn't think about it for more than four point eight seconds. It would just kind of be, okay, fine. And we would move on very quickly. He's 32, 6'7". He had a career-best three-point shooting year last year at 395, which looked looked a little blippy because it was an outlier. His career is 347. So... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Two more names left. Mm-hmm. Pistons guard Alec Burks. Yes. And I'll tell you why. I just remember the 2021 playoffs against the Atlanta Hawks. He was just one of those dudes that just didn't miss ever. And I think he's an immediate contributor off the bench to, to shoot the ball. He can handle it a little bit. Defense can go screw itself. Um, I don't know too much about his defensive prowess. Just I, I would be happy about Alec Burks on the Bulls. Alec Burks, 31 years old and six. He's younger than Seth Curry. He is younger than Torrey Craig. He is younger than Seth Curry. Wow. Yep. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it's weird. It doesn't feel like that would be true. Now, here's here's, eight of these names. This is the one who I wanted because I do think he's a fit. And you also just like him. Yep. Okay. One of those guys. All right. It's one of these guys that I'm just Andre Drummond a little bit. I'm in that way. Yeah. Of Yuta Watanabe. Yes. Did you see? He's a great shooter. And he's yeah. more athletic than people realize. I, I could see. I think he. I agree with you. I would like to see him in a Bulls jersey the most. I also want to throw the name Harrison Barnes out there. Okay. I think I've seen that somewhere. I don't know if he's a. I should know this, but I, I, don't, I don't know think he, if he's a free agent. He's but I've like seen play for twelve million dollars. I've seen his name. Dad, how old is he now? He's probably around thirty-two. Probably. I mean, a three and D guy forward. I would love to see Harrison Barnes in a Bulls uniform, but I, I would say Watanabe and Seth Curry. And uh, Watanabe, Seth Curry, and Alec Burks are my three favorite names out of out of that. What I love about Watanabe, here's the, the is he still young? Are, is he yeah, still he's young? Yeah, okay, that's fine. He's 6'9", he's 28, he's not a great statistical defender. But, but he, he tries. Yeah, exactly. Anthony he's, Edwards. He's, 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 he, he plays put him on really the, one of the, hard. He yeah, but Anthony Edwards, Anthony Edwards put him on one of the biggest posters of all time. What? But who cares? He he jumps. He doesn't care. He'll, he'll put his body on the line to try to make a play. You know he'll make shots. Kevin Durant loves that guy, and as a player and as a person. And the Bulls had some locker room issues last year, so I don't think. I think valuing how the character of a player is somewhat important, and I think Billy was handcuffed because of what was happening in the locker room. He had to take a lot of the blame for what was going on, and all these Bulls. And all these Bulls fans are saying, fire Billy, fire Billy, fire Billy. And that's not, I, I I don't think much of it was Billy's fault. So I think having someone with good character makes a difference. Our producer, Rick Camp, points out that Watanabe shot under 30% on fewer than two attempts after the All-Star break from three-point range. But and- he was, but he didn't play much because well, they had, because they acquired so many 
guys that were younger and have have more potential, I guess. When when you trade for guys like Mikal Bridges and Cam Johnson, uh, Dinwiddie isn't young, but he's another six seven guy that can play a couple positions. When you pl- when you trade for a bunch of players that can play your position, that the team obviously values more. It's it's hard to it it's hard to be able to play when when there are so many guys ahead of you. Yeah, and he's been up and down. the The average numbers end up looking terrific, but he hasn't always shot to his averages of a don't career three ninety three point shooter. Don't care. Last don't year care. he was four forty four. It doesn't matter. It well, does, I agree. If his average is thirty nine over his career. That means. If they sign him to a two, three year deal, one or two of those years is going to be him shooting 42%. Even if the other one is shooting 36, fine. 36 isn't awful anyway. And he, I think before the All-Star break, he was shooting relatively high volume with a high percentage. So maybe it's just a factor of if he gets minutes... He'll he'll make more shots. Who knows? But I would take a chance. He's 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 terrific at always being ready to shoot too. If you watch him when he shoots corner threes, like he is in ready to fire position. And if if the pass is anywhere near the middle of his body, it's up and it's gone. He can get rid of it. I was going to say that the, the Bulls had some issues with passing last year and making sure they were on target. However. When Kobe White is working this offseason with Chris Paul, maybe he can give him some pointers on how to pass. Um, I also, when you I, said I, I, before, I love him, I, I, I just want to say this. I hope Kobe White can keep getting better, and I want him to stay on the Bulls for a long period of time. I think he's a great asset. And he, there are three guys that are currently, maybe, maybe four, I was, I'll say three and a half, players that are currently on the team that I want to see stay. And it's Levine Williams, Kobe white. And because we don't know too much about him, Dale and Terry, not Caruso. He's kind of old, right? Critical to what they do though, unless they get rim protection. The, Oh, that's something I want. Thank you. I want, I wanted to bring this up. I know you listed a lot of three and D guys, but if there is, I don't care how many are out there. If there is a 6'11", somewhat young athletic defender in free agency that you can get for cheap, please, 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 please sign him. They need a guy that can just, they need an energy guy that can just disrupt things at the rim. Mm -hmm. Drummond is an energy guy that can't jump. They, They need energy that can swat everything. I don't care if he's inconsistent. I don't care if it's Daniel Gafford. Obviously, I mean, he's locked up, but that I don't, it, some level of it. I'm, we're, I'm so desperate for it because they just can't defend the rim at all with the exception of maybe five games. But I, I don't want Patrick Williams to be a rim protector or his job to be a rim protector. He's supposed to guard the best player. I don't want him to be the guy that has to block every shot and get every rebound. He's six, eight. You know, the problem is too, it just, it puts without that guy back there, it puts too much pressure on the perimeter defense on ball screens. And And if you notice it, it made them susceptible because of where the help has to come from. 
because of the way they have to guard, especially when they when teams run the horns action at them that everybody's running right now. It's a staple of every offense with a double high screen and the choice of one or the other. Those rotations always pull away from the weak corner. Yeah, and it, except the Bulls don't seem to run it very often because they can't shoot. They're or, the shooters. Yeah. I mean, you're trying to get Javante Green that shot in the corner. Who, I don't know how healthy was, he was, was is Patrick either. Beverly. I don't know how healthy Green is either. I think he's okay. I really, I really hope he's okay. I hope you're right. I'll also to your comment about Watanabe being postered. I never mind guys who end up on posters because at least they're they're trying. They don't care. Yeah. They're willing. They're willing to defend there, even if a guy is going to put them in the rim. I'd rather have somebody who's showing up on posters than a guy who's running away to make sure he doesn't. I remember um, one time Juan Toscano Anderson put Javale McGee on a poster. It was a couple of years ago, and Javale McGee signed it and gave it to him. That's cool, right? You know, JaVale McGee, if the Bulls were able to get 27-year-old JaVale McGee, that's exactly what I want. You know, he can he can run the floor, he can dunk, and he can block shots. You know, I, I love I, I love I love JaVale McGee, and I love how many times he was on Shaq and a Fool when he was younger. Because <laughs> he's just an idiot sometimes, but he's yeah. great. Yeah, that. But he's the funny kind of idiot. He's not like right. Oh, he's not. He's he's, not, a, he's Andre Drummond kind of idiot. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but he, he's not like uh, or like Dylan Brooks, who's like a genuine right. idiot. You're talking about somebody who would well, just John Morant. Kind of, what? Uh, oh, what I don't the know. Hell, I don't know. I hope he's okay. I hope I really he's all right like, too. I hope he's getting the help that he needs so that things can be okay there. Because every next headline or on you know the the online concerns the social media concerns and the messages he's sending it's just i it's all you, I, I just sincerely hope that he is in in good hands with the people who care about him and are, are you, getting him the best help did you know that there was a rumor that the apology he wrote was done by an ai i don't think it was a rumor i think it was a presumption yeah because it, it didn't say anything about the incident or anything and there, somebody put the exact as someone put in a prompt to to chat GPT that said just provide an apology, apologizing for my actions. Da, da, da. And it came up with something eerily similar to what he put out as a statement. Wow. Well, like I say, I hope there, I, there was a, there was a part of it that was word for word. Oh boy. Well, I hope I hope he's all right. Do you have any uh, playoff thoughts that you want to share as we get ready for game six tonight between the Celtics and the Heat as the Nuggets await their foe? I want to share that I don't get why people are you're still you're giving me one of those ugh, reactions, but I don't get why people are crapping on LeBron when he puts up 40, 10 and nine as a 38 year old while playing 48 minutes of a game. Um. Nikola Jokic is the best player in the NBA right now. I don't I don't see how any of I don't I don't think the Celtics or Miami has a chance at beating Denver is what I'll say. With the way that everybody's playing, they're so deep and Jamal Murray's been playing out of his mind. Michael Porter Jr. I mean he never passes the ball, but he doesn't miss very often. They have a lot of role players. They have KCP. I don't even know how much Reggie Jackson's been playing, but they have him there. Aaron Gordon's been good. 
And even when Jokic is off the floor, Mason Plumlee can is he is he there right now or was he in LA? Never mind. I thought Mason Plumlee was there right now, but I think they have a backup big that can do a little bit of everything too. Is Jeff Green? Jeff, their Jeff Green center? is still there. I don't know if he's a backup center, but I know he can. Uh, Uncle Jeff, man, he can. He can still play. And is he, is he I, He's old as hell. But I think there. I don't see a world in which either of the teams from the Eastern Conference can beat them. Um, I. It would be crazy if a team came back from three nothing. I although I doubt it will happen just because Spolstra is too good of a coach. Um. Yeah, I. It's I can't. The, I can't believe and, and, and also, and also, yes, Joe Mazzula is not a great coach. No, it, it took and, him two games to figure out zone offense. Okay. Yeah, and the Heat's talent development is incredible. Yep. That's it. All right, we're good. I I do think it matters if Gabe Vincent's uh, able to come back or That's not true. because they're not they're they're not as as formidable. Yeah, but here. Kyle Kyle Lowry's been there and he's done that. He's won a ring. So I don't. I think for a few games he can he can hold down the fort. Let's do the OWC College Showdown. This is when I present Jason with three names of current NBA players, especially now with, I think the, the, the rosters of the teams that have been eliminated may actually incorporate some other guys, but I am running out of guys. We're going to have to come up with some kind of alternative here. Uh, Jason's record is 60 and 21. My record still hovering right around 500 of knowing where some old time NBAers went to college is 40, 38, and three. Are you ready for your three names, Jason sure. Bernstein? Yes. Let's start the showdown with Atlanta Hawks guard Trent Forrest. <laughs> Who? <laughs> yes. It seems I I don't know why, but I feel like Forrest is going to be spelled with two R's. Am I correct? It is. Yes. Okay. I it, I just felt that. I I don't even know who he is. Um. Let's go with Utah State. Florida State. Okay. Your second name is Thunder forward Kenrich Williams. Kenrich Williams went to TCU? Jesus. Yes. He did. Okay. L. Weirdo. He's a good player. Okay. You. I just uh, met this guy on my screen today. His, oh, he is Utah center... Micah Potter. Oh, Wisconsin? Yes! <laughs> yes! I only know that because I have a friend that's a huge Wisconsin fan, and he always loved him when he played in college. Yes! Yes! Damn, oh, that's a, I that's thought a that, was a, that was an O for three. I thought that was an I'll, thing. I'll and, take and, two. And, and, and yes, yes, Rick, Micah Potter, BWD. Absolutely. Big white. Dope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll take two of three on that one. God, Any that's day. brutal. Nice job. Okay. Gosh. Why? It's a problem that I know that. Yeah. It, yes. That's, it that's is. not okay. I, oh God, my life is sad. Yeah, can you, can you like, delete this stuff for uh, when you go to college? Right. And, like like open up you all this nerd. 
Okay, let's start off with former Nuggets and Bullets guard Michael Adams. Boston College. He was he was little and he shot this little push shot and I loved him. Yes. Okay. Next we have journeyman guard Kenny Anderson. Oh, wait, Kenny, Kenny, Georgia Tech. Yep. Got a that's, couple. That's, come on. Got a couple. Of, yeah, I know. You were you Duke you ACC. Didn't when I was there. Yeah, I, like, like I thought you were talking about. Different I know. I know. I, 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 these these three. I was giving you some hard ones. So these three are. Yeah, not that's more two. than journeyman. He he Kenny Anderson. He he was part of Lethal Weapon Three with Dennis right. Scott and Brian Oliver. But I. I, I remember the last couple of times I gave you some difficult ones, oh, so I, these three weren't too bad. All right. Charity. Yes, you do. Look at your record. Scoreboard. Last but not least, we have former Wolves and Blazers guard Isaiah Ryder. J.R. Isaiah Ryder. Asshole. Can you With say that? Asshole state. <laughs> yeah, you can um, do that. UNLV. Yep. Three for three. Nice. Yeah, Good great one. dunker. Isaiah Ryder had one of the great contest dunks ever. Have you seen it? You're, you're also kind of a psycho that knows stuff that other people shouldn't know. People can't no, just you gotta, you, you remember Isaiah Ryder's dunk. Oh, from no, no. Dun bad, bad guy. That, you see, I, I heard stories from some a friend of mine who was the Wolves PR guy. Who okay. did like player appearances and stuff? You know, Ryder Ry was a was rough customer. I mean, like, like, like what if he hears this? If he's, I don't know if he's alive, but what if he hears? Look, this? If I, maybe maybe he's he's nice now. I don't know. Look, if I could if I could tell Michael Graham stories, I could tell the uh, the Isaiah Ryder stories. All right, oh, well that was he's younger than you are. Who is Isaiah Ryder? Yeah. So you you're old. Yeah, yeah. He played professional basketball. And his knees aren't probably as messed up as yours. That's probably yeah. That's probably yeah. true. That has been episode twenty nine of the Organizations Win Championships podcast. So rate it, review it, like it, love it, subscribe to it, and 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 make a shrine in your basement and and make sacrifices to it and pour libations to the gods and 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 uh, tithe ten percent of your income to it. So all of that. And then we'll get to I next live time. With, I, I, I live with this guy. Not for long. True. You'll Thank live God. With some, some, some smelly kid from New Jersey. <laughs> from Westchester County. It'll be, it'll, it'll be some guy. It'll be some like super rich kid from Westchester County. That, I, that's my prediction of who, who your roommate's going to be. And I'll probably have the time of my life. Oh, I think you're going to have a wonderful time. I, that, that, no, no worries there. All right. We'll get you oh, down oh, the road. Oh, yeah. Okay.